Well, look at us. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, everybody. One and all to Thursday Spiritual Matters. I'm your co-host, Dr. Monica Alvada. And I say co-host because it's official. You know, we always have a very engaged and interactive audience. So whenever you're here, you are the co-host. So um, I have a quote for you because today we're going to talk about what version of yourself are you creating? I'm going to give you some, what's the word in English? Pautas. What's the word? Like mid-benchmark to check yourself before you wreck yourself. And so I have a quote for you from the inimitable Dr. Wayne Dyer, who says, well, it's a part A and part B. What comes out of you when you get squeezed is what's inside of you. When you abandon making choices, you enter the vast world of excuses. It's going to be one of those days. Welcome to The Daily Huddle. The Daily Huddle is a growing tribe of passionate people who want to uplift humankind through their work and throughout their communities. We invite you to elevate the way you experience life through rich and inspiring conversations with today's thought leaders. Be prepared to challenge your views about leadership, health, money, spirituality, communication, and relationships. Welcome to The Daily Huddle. Welcome to The Daily Huddle, everybody. I am your host, Dr. Monica Aldana. I'm so excited that we are here because, you know, um, Giovanni makes fun of me. He says that I always get into people's, what did he say? I say he says I use violent metaphors and that I'm going to get. No, 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 not always. No, 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 no. What did he say? What did you say? There was this one time. This, <laughs> this is me <laughs> catastrophizing. This one time I used a violent metaphor and now it's a standard of practice. I love that we are here today. I love that we are um, closing the Gregorian calendar year together because we closed it in the fall equinox a couple of months ago when I was in Egypt. So now we're doing it official with the rest of the commercial world. And I wanted to ask you this question about what version of you are you creating? This is like a moment by moment, conversation by conversation, relationship by relationship, day by day, choice point, which is why I chose the quote by Dr. Wayne Dyer that says, when you leave the world of choices, you enter the world of excuses. You will either have, and here's the thing, have you heard Somebody say some version of you will either have a result or you'll have a reason. Have you heard that? Okay, let me just squash that right now because here at the Daily Huddle, we talk about truth. You always have results. It's just that we justify our results with our reasons, but you always have results. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Giovanni, it's like it's not a mic drop, it's a pen drop. You know, let me let me get there. I'll get there, okay? We're building up to it. So, so let me ask you some questions. Are you ready? Are you ready? Can we can we go into like getting my Kool-Aid time? Okay, all right, listen. Here's here's what I want you to think about. I want you to think about whatever goal you set for yourself at the beginning of the year. It's probably more than one. Right? It was probably like one goal in each of your domains, your finances, relationships, your health, your fitness, your friendships, your work, career, etc. And then I want you to check in with yourself and see, did you meet 
Did you exceed or did you fail to meet that goal? And whatever the answer is, then the follow-up question to that is, well, three-part question. What worked? What worked? That's the first part. The second part is, what didn't work? Right, something that got in the way. And then the third part is what was missing. In other words, something that it, had it been present, it would have worked. Let me give you an example. At the beginning of the year, I said that I wanted to get to 18% body fat. <laughs> Laugh with me, because that's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am not at 18% body fat currently. All right. <laughs> And let me tell you why. <laughs> because it wasn't, I didn't start regularly, like religiously impeccable with my word working out until October. And I have made more progress from October to December than the entire year. So that's why I'm saying that you either have, you have your reasons or you have excuses, but you always have results. Right. So what worked was I got committed. I finally got committed and I'm closer now to my goal than I was in October, in October before I started working out. Uh, what didn't work was waiting until October to start working out. Lord have mercy. Had I started in January, it would have been further along. It, maybe I wouldn't have met 18% body fat, but I would have been further along than I am now. Right? And then what was missing was my keeping my word to myself about it. That's ultimately, like I could say time, I could say, you know, I was interviewing personal trainers and all of that. Okay, that sounds like excuses. Ultimately, all of those excuses are sitting on a foundation of what was missing was I was not my word to myself. And how many of you have discovered that it is easier for you to keep your word to someone else than it is to yourself? Anybody, just me? Just me? Oh, okay. um, so what do we do about that? Here's what I discovered. Here's what I discovered. And um, where's Sorrel? Sorrel's not on screen right now. But I recently had some throat challenges um, after I came back from Egypt. And I recognize where that came from. I'm going to give you an inside look to that. Because this goes into this conversation about what version of yourself you're creating. Um, around the time that my family got here for Thanksgiving, uh, right after they left, I started getting like a really scratchy throat, my voice, you know, I lost my voice and so forth and so on. And I couldn't really um, speak, et cetera. <laughs> um, and my sister asked me a great question. I was like, man, just around this time, I always get, it's not like a cold. It's not a fever. It's not a flu. It's none of that. It's just, it's just the throat. And she said, well, what are you not saying? such that you think you have to bark. Cause I was just like, at all times, it was like, oh, excuse me. And I was just coughing up a storm cause I was clearing my throat, et cetera, et cetera. She's like, what are you not saying that you'd rather bark it out? And I was like, oh, oh we're just gonna get into people's Kool-Aid like this. Oh, okay. And I discovered that there had been some conversations, even though I had my mother in the house, there had been some conversations that I had been unwilling to have with her. I had been unwilling to confront my mom about her own health care. As many of you know, my father passed away last um, 
October, October 2021. And so here we are a year and something later. Last year in Thanksgiving, we were spreading his ashes all over the Fort Myers um, Beach Pier. This year we're in Atlanta, Georgia in my house and it's just a completely different environment and so forth. But there are a lot of things that are still even more challenging than before with my mother's health and she's getting older and so forth. And I had not been willing to say that conversation, to have that conversation with her. And so then my throat got cl- kind of closed up and, and I started kind of like barking <laughs> with my, with my uh, coughing. So I say all that to say that you are always creating a version of yourself And if you are ever in doubt as to how to describe it or define it, I'm going to say, look at your results. Observable, behavioral, somebody from the outside looking in can describe it results, not your feelings. Right? Because those are subjective and they change moment by moment. But if somebody was on the outside looking in at your life, how would they be able to describe it? They'd be able to look at your bank account and be able to say, there's so, so much XYZ money in there. They'd be able to look at your uh, day-to-day and say, she got up at this time. She went to bed at this time. She did this throughout the day. She had this conversation with this person or this conversation with that person. They'd be able to describe it like that, not qualitatively. And so when you check in with your results in that way, then you know what version of yourself you're creating. And it's an opportunity for you to check in. Is this what I want? Is this what I said I would do? Am I keeping my word to myself? And, and, or as I had to confront with myself, am I doing this instead of what I said I would do? Because this feels more familiar or more comfortable, or it's not as hard, or it's not as confrontive, or it's not as risky. I considered it very risky to have the conversations that I had with my mother because I was like, it's Thanksgiving, I don't want to ruin the holiday for everybody, blah, blah, blah. And I used the excuse of being the peacemaker instead of being the concerned daughter that I was about her. Make sense what I'm saying? Anybody can relate? Can anybody relate? Because I feel like I'm, I'm just using you for therapy right now. <laughs> okay, so I want to hear from you. Now, you don't have to tell us all your business. If you want to, that's fine. We're a safe space. But I want to hear from you. Um, what version of yourself do you confess you're creating <laughs> and what version of yourself do you declare yourself to be creating henceforth since we're talking this is way before we get into new year's resolutions because we're going to talk about a burning bowl next week and, and that's going to be exciting so what version of yourself do you notice yourself creating and what version do you commit to giovanni you have something is it okay if i ask you a question mm-hmm. in my attempt to answer that question mm-hmm. okay I'm not necessarily going to answer it that straight what you just asked of us. What I am um, seeing in the conversation uh, that I wanted to ask or get your thoughts on is there is a version of myself that I can see in this conversation that is um, that it's unwilling to deviate from what's emotionally balanced for what's healthy for myself and for the house and 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 also it is a um 
it is an aspect of myself that is growing in, in many ways. It's, I can see that. At the same time, there is a version of myself who is unwilling to confront what doesn't work, unwilling to provide leadership in certain areas at home where there is unworkability or where there is a room for improvement, rather say. And, and I see those two versions in some degree balancing out one with justifications and the other one with acknowledgement, if you will, or, or, or with a sense of accomplishment, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, and they're both fueled with different emotions. Okay. Right. Different one. Both emotions are the emotion of, of the emotion of, um, giving up what is that word for giving resignation is there at the same time there is an emotion of of warrior a fighter Mm -hmm. in this other area right anyway i wanted to say that i I don't know what that person i'm building but it it's kind of including those two worlds oh okay and so what was your question you said you you wanted to ask a question before you went in there I felt like in sort of the sort of the question was in the in the in the struggle, yeah. but the uh, the question was in the struggle. So I guess the question is, this is maybe what I'm seeing is the person I'm building for myself is one that gets canceled out mm. every day. Like I grow in this area, I sabotage myself in this area. I grow in this area, I sabotage myself in this area. So I guess the person that I'm building for myself is one that cancels out growth. Okay. Let's, let's work on, let's work on our words because words are are magic. Words are spells. Uh, I'm going to challenge everybody in the daily huddle uh, world to substitute the world sabotage with the world contradict. Contradict. In other words, you, you don't sabotage yourself. You contradict yourself. And the reason we do that, <clears throat> the part of you that, um, you know, wants to be a warrior, wants to create um, this level of leadership, et cetera, et cetera. And then there's a part of you that feels resigned and kind of like holds back or withdraws or kind of like sits back in resignation. That part of you is interested or committed to a particular result that may or may not contradict what the warrior wants, right? So the warrior may want a, a new possibility but the resigned part of you wants safety or familiarity, right? And that contradicts the new leadership or the new possibility, right? Familiarity is completely um, anathema to, to new possibility, right? And so this is what I was saying about like, for example, working out, um, you know, I wanted a particular result in my, in my fitness, but there's a part of me that wants to not work so hard and to not build up lactic acid and to not change my diet and to not work out every day. And da, 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 da. and so it's not so much sabotage so much as a, contra- a contradiction and desires, right? And, and commitment. So <clears throat> the question then becomes, because you see how if it's a contradiction, then we have to make a choice, right? When we call it like, oh, you know, self-sabotage, it's almost like this invisible little devil that insists that, you know, lives in our psychology that we can't do anything about. 
But if it's a contradiction, we have to make a choice. And that's why our words are so powerful because they can either deny our power or they can insist on it. Who's that? Is that CC? CC, you have something? I see your raised hand. Oh, yes. Um, uh, this is CC. Uh, thank you so much for the topic. Um, earlier this year, I set many goals for myself. Many of them were attained. However, one area that I would uh, like to uh, check in, you know, as to a better version of myself is in the area of confidence and growth in that area, as well as um, creating a love for learning and being resilient in any situation. Mm -hmm. So this year, what worked for me was being accountable to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And um, that was with the weight, the weight loss. Um, and um, I would always go up a hundred pounds and then lose the same hundred pounds back and, and then gain it back. <clears throat> and then when I started coaching in that area, it made me be accountable to the people I was coaching because I knew how to lose weight. I didn't know how to keep it off until being accountable to others in the, in, for the sake of helping somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so what, so what didn't work was me being solo, um, you know, doing everything myself. I needed help. Yeah. And then my attitude changed. Am I, was I going to be committed to helping others or was I going to be committed to helping everyone, including myself and not break promises to myself? So, so four times a week, I'm committed to working out whether or not the, it's raining, snow, cold, or what have you. And so my confidence has increased. And what was me missing? Oh, I said, what was missing was keeping my word to myself all the time. Mm -hmm. so, so the conversation about health is up there. Mm -hmm. So now that I'm being accountable, I'm keeping my word to myself. Um, I'm setting new goals, bigger goals, because I'm growing. Yeah. And I am also um, making an effort to love learning on YouTube University. So I've been on YouTube reading and listening and applying that to my life. Yes. So uh, with that, I pass. And thank you so much for letting me share. Absolutely. There's something that you said that was very key. <clears throat> uh, in terms of um, being your word to yourself, I love that you that you brought that in. And it makes me also ask the question, what is on the other side of your goal that you're not available for because you're because you're in this one? Let me see if I can explain that. Like, who am I when I have already handled the losing weight thing? Or who am I when I've already handled the tough conversation with my mother? Or who am I when I've ha already handled the leadership in my household, as Giovanni brought up, et cetera? Who am I on the other side of that that has a negative consequence, right? Because that's what we're saying no to. That's the part that's contradicting. So for example, um, 
if I if I'm on the other side of my fitness goals and I've already handled it and I've embodied it, et cetera, et cetera, now I'm visible. Now I have to show up. Now I'm under even more scrutiny and I don't I, I don't hide behind, you know, oh well, I'm self-conscious about how I look, so I'm just not gonna show up, et cetera. But now that I'm visible, now now what am I now what's the danger? Right? And that's the thing that I'm saying no to. Or if I'm lead in, in leadership about what's working or not working or creating workability in my relationship in my marriage or in my household or whatever under scrutiny that shit might fall apart and i don't want to face that maybe we're not compatible after all and we're going to have to make some decisions and so by us this is where i want you to start really digging into this conversation because when you can when you can examine the consequence that you're or the possibility that you don't want to be a consequence, that's the part where we really start digging into what are the fears or what is the um, negative price that you don't want to pay for whatever it is that the possibility represents for you. And when you get clear and honest about that, you don't have to get clear and honest here in a public forum, but you can, but do it in your journal, do it for yourself. Then you can start making different choices because now it comes from a place of awareness. It comes from a place of being awake to yourself. As opposed to just, oh, you know, mom just wasn't open to the conversation. Well, you created that with your own resistance. <laughs> Does that make sense what I'm saying? Gio, you have your hand up again. Yes. Well, you know, I take the opportunity to always squeeze your knowledge, but every, anyone who wants to raise their hand, please go ahead and raise it, right? Um, what I'm discovering in the conversation is um, there, there is a, um, so I'm trying to discover for myself or point to somewhere, I'm trying to point to myself somewhere to discover this person I'm creating, this version of myself I'm creating, right? And what I'm seeing is... Um, someone who keeps his word to himself in some areas, someone who does not keep his word with himself in other areas. And um, it's an, an almost cynical about it. Like, um, well, I don't care. <laughs> like the areas where I keep my word are pretty cool. The areas that I don't keep my word to myself, I don't care. And uh, I don't care as much, so leave me alone. You know, like if, if, you, like if I get confronted, like leave me alone, I don't care. I don't care about it that much. Either way, I'm going to die. Kind of like the person who says, why stop smoking if I'm going to die of something anyway? Like, leave me alone. You know, like you're going to die anyway, so shut up. Um, Kind of like that's the version of myself I'm building in some yes. degree. Yes. And um, yeah, that's so far, you know, like save me, say something. <laughs> well, I'm going to say then own your choices, right? If, you know, that's, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing, Dr. Organda. That's where I'm sort of going in that direction, owning my choices. But that what I'm seeing underneath of owning the choices is a kind of resignation, which I want to shake myself from. Uh, like, own your, you know, like I own my choices. I'm an adult. I can pay my bills. 
No, that's not enough. That's not inspiring. Right. But, here's, but here's what I'm saying to you. No, no. Okay. It's, it's a little deeper than just confessing <laughs> your, your, your cynicism. What I'm talking about on your choices is that on some level, just like the contradiction, right? On some level, I want to stay, I'm going to use the fitness thing. I'm going to use the losing, choice, the losing weight thing. On some level, I want to do what I've always done. I want to not work out. I want to eat more sugar. I want to eat less plant-based, <laughs> right? I want the crap. Why? Because it's familiar, because it suits me, because I'm not willing to look at the ways that I use food to medicate myself, because I'm not willing to be confronted about the things that don't work in my habits, et cetera, et cetera. So then why create that declaration? Because now you're making yourself out to be a liar. See, the reason why I don't have to declare I'm going to stop smoking is because I don't smoke. So I don't, be, I don't have to hold myself to a declaration when it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me to, to buy cigarettes, to get rid of cigarettes, to only smoke one a day, because it's not part of my identity. I'm not a smoker. I don't smoke, right? So if you had a, a declaration about something that, that, um, that you're not being your word for, then we have to explore what other thing is more important such that you would make a declaration and not mean it, because you are making a declaration by not meeting that declaration. Yes, Giovanni. I'm not quite pointing in the, I don't know if I, I'm not hearing the depthness in or the direction in which you're pointing. Uh -huh. I, may, I really may not be. And I'm struggling to point in a different direction. Okay. I'm pointing in the direction of, in this looking I'm doing, of the version of myself I'm creating, I see for myself an aspect I, about myself I didn't quite see before, mm. which is the this human being I'm creating for myself is one in which it is cynical and resigned. Okay. That's the version of myself I'm creating. Well, that I'm seeing, you know, I'm pointing to the direction. I'm not married to what I'm saying. I'm just discovering since I got some areas that are working out and they look good. And then I have these other areas that are, they definitely could improve. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to focus on the ones that are working and create a small screen for myself so that you don't, you are not a contribution to me. Nobody can be a contribution to me because I have this really great small screen. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, and that, and when I look inside of that small screen, I see resignation. I see cynicism and, and that's the version of myself. I see myself creating. Anyway, that's kind of like, I'm not trying to fix myself. I'm just, it's sure. just, I'm just discovering something here in the yes. conversation. Yes. So then I would ask, do you get, do you get cynical and resigned about the stuff that's working? Like that's just your personality trait or only about the stuff that's not working? Because. Definitely about the stuff that's not working, the stuff. Well, the stuff that is working is not necessarily working. 
I'm just not resigned about it. Okay. I'm just relentless and reinventing myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, so good. this is so good. Okay, listen, because, because then you can be with yourself about this is the way that I make peace with my own uh, lack of success in whatever it is that I say that is important to me. This is where I justify it. This is where I live with myself. I become resigned. I become cynical. It doesn't matter. And you can't help me. And I'm uncoachable and blah, blah, blah. It's way easier to put it on somebody else or to be resigned about it. It's kind of like a defense mechanism as opposed to saying, I said X and I created Y. And I'm mad about it or I'm disappointed about it or I'm confused about it or I'm frustrated about it because I did everything that I knew to do and it still didn't work. And blah, blah, blah. That's, that's a level of vulnerability that sometimes we're not willing to expose. Right? Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at the version of myself, Monica, yes. that I'm creating. Yes. <laughs> so then, the, the version of myself, <laughs> cynical and um, and resigned, and doesn't allow others to be a contribution, is in protection mode. Maybe I'm just looking. Yeah, maybe. Like yes. the way I defend myself is by becoming cynical and confront and uncoachable. Who I have created? Oh, the version of myself that I'm creating is someone who is cynical and uncoachable. That's the version of myself I'm creating. Well, I'm just saying what you're saying, um, but I know it's 9.32, so I'm going to... Yes, but do you see how just saying it, it was like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) When we say it, when we describe it, you're at a choice point, right? Awareness brings choices and choices brings freedom. If we're not aware... You can't make a different choice. So we have to call it for what it is. Like, oh, okay. The version of me that I'm creating is cynical and uncoachable. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. You want to continue down that path or are we going to do something different? (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm just discovering. I can't tell you tomorrow. I'll think about it. I'll check in. I'll check in with you later. (laughs) (laughs) But do you see how that that now forces you to decide? Are we going to continue down this path or are we going to do something else. See, that's the choice point. And, and this is why it's so important to use our words in, a, in an honest, authentic, integrous way and to speak to what we are creating with our words. Abracadabra is an ancient Sanskrit phrase that means I create as I speak. And people think it's magic. It's not magic. It's you creating a world with your words. And so... I'm, I'll, I'll leave you with this. The version of you that you are creating, you're always creating a version of yourself. You may or may not be conscious of it. You may or may not like it. There may be parts that you're not 100% at peace with. There may be other parts that you're absolutely proud of, and that's awesome. And I'm inviting you to look at how can your whole being be something that you are proud of And the parts of you that you're not proud of, how can you love them, accept them, be honest about them? So that with that awareness, you can make different choices. If you choose to, right? If you don't choose to, it's like, you know what? No, I'm gonna keep not working out until I'm dang good and ready. And I'm okay with carrying an extra 50 pounds right now. I'm not resigned to it. I'm perfectly aware that I could be wearing a size whatever and I'm wearing a size whatever. I'm choosing that. But now there's no resignation. There's no contradiction. Now it's like I'm owning my choice, even though they may be in contradiction to the goal that I set in the year. But when you get honest about it, 
you can make a different choice. Um, we love you here at The Daily Huddle, and we can't wait to see you next time. Bye, everybody. At The Daily Huddle, we agree that the best way to kick off the day is to adhere to Patty Dabrowski's seven principles for having a happy body, sexy skin, a laughing spirit, and a rewarding life. Give. Give of your time, your full attention, and of your unique talents. Move. Move your body to keep it feeling energized and alive. Eat mostly plants. Plants are the purest fuel to help you reach your full potential each day. Sleep. Sleep is how the body repairs itself and readies us to give us our best every day. Stress less. According to John Perkins, stress is just a problem without a solution. Choose your solution and dismiss the stress. Laugh, laugh out loud. From your belly to your chest and with your head tossed back, you will fire up your endorphins and bring more energy to everyone around you. Love, most of all love. With your words, your thoughts, your actions, power them with love and watch the way you experience life elevate to all it can be. We thank you for joining us on The Daily Huddle. We are a growing tribe of passionate professionals seeking to inspire a new generation of leaders. Until next time, Go out and share your unique ability to impact the world. See you next time.